Warning the following program contains world premieres, certified ball players, incredible interviews, latest hottest content material may not be suitable for people with the following medical condition original phobia. Acute player hater disorder. No jumper. No handles. Allergic to playing defense. If you suffer from any of these conditions, contact your coaching staff. Welcome to Licensed to Ball Podcast, where certified ballers play. And now, here's your host, Hip Hop. Welcome to the show. I believe this episode 15 and 16. I lost count, man. Just keep doing this. I lost count. I need to have it written down somewhere. But thanks for joining us. Appreciate everybody being out here. Listening to the show, show still growing. We got on deck today is the Grayson New Year's tournament. Real nice tournament, about four teams over there. We're gonna cover all four teams. Saw a lot of basketball. Saw some people for the second and third time, and saw some people the first time. That's real good. We got Coach Gardner from Norquid Net joining the show. We got Coach Pearson from Grayson joining the show. And we got my man, the Cincinnati bound commit, Josh Reed joining the show. So I think the first time in Jim Rat saw the history on license of ball, we got three people. I had to go back and verify that. It might be a tie nine, but three guests we usually get one or two guests not three so this is real good that's what we want for the fans to hear what these guys got to say because y'all gym rats the people who listen to the show are gym rats so it's like real big time and we're gonna go into the main event what i think of the main event game is because it went into overtime and that's north cornet versus Eagles landing the state champions Eagle landing sending the game overtime North Carolina ended up beating them 59 to 49 had some calls that Eagles landing would say questionable at the end of the game that got North Carolina over the hump but you gotta play through calls bad calls good calls you gotta play through them sent the man through the line Right at the buzzer with no time left for foul him on a three-point shot. They did not foul RJ and they foul anybody before he got the shot off. So it was still tough because he had to make three shots for three instead of three for one and half court when they fouled him. Ended up making both of those shots, all three of those shots. Go into overtime. And North Cornette just ran away at the game. They ran the game. You know, Godfrey led them with 18 points and 14 rebounds. Just a stat stuffer. 
A little bit of that length of quickness of Eagles landing was getting to Godfrey a little bit, but he still finished with 18 points and 14 rebounds. So even he had his work cut out for them the whole day, he still finished strong. And Eagles landing, man, they swarming. They like killer bees, man. Wu-Tang. Killer bees, man, swarming. And uh, they were led by A.J. Barnes for 17 points. That was big on his part, you know. Coach, he took it gracefully in stride. The Eagles landed coach. He didn't like a lot of those calls, but he took it gracefully. He didn't walk up the court, man. You know, it was a non-conference game for a team to showcase and get better. And that was that was big on his part. You know, he showed leadership on that. That was a big win by big win by Gwinnett, North Gwinnett. And we got interview from Coach Gardner from North Gwinnett to talk about that big win. We're going to go ahead and and buzz him in and listen to what he, he had to say about this and break down that big win that he had against Eagles Landon. So, you know, let's go and bring in Coach Gardner. Okay. This interview is sponsored by SUV TV Experience Sports Live Streams, original content, highlights, and more. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined, so y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer, so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't. We got Coach Gardner from North Gwinnett on the line joining us from a big overtime win last night over there at Grayson yeah. High School. How you doing, Coach? Doing well, doing well. Yeah, you Appreciate got, you having me. Uh, no problem, man. Yeah, that's a real big win, man. Y'all, um, the game's going neck and neck the whole time, and y'all just had some crucial plays that helped put y'all over the top and win, man. What was the key to that, that game, sending it overtime and getting that win? You know, I think, you know, every time that we were talking to the guys in between quarters or at timeouts was just keeping our composure and um, not getting too excited about something and not getting too low about, you know, something bad that happened. And so, and so um, it, it was just kind of, you know, keeping an even kill and, and, and you know, eye on the prize. And, um, you know, we had a goal in mind trying to get a W and that, that was the conversations in the huddles. And so, um, you know, I thought, you know, we played – Five seniors, majority of the night, and I think that's you know they showed some maturity last night for sure. Okay, that play they ran at the end. I mean, you you drew up at the you ran and drew up at the end. Did they run that play how you drew it up? Yeah, you talking about the one where Thomas got fouled? Yeah, going into overtime. <clears throat> yeah, they ran it perfectly. Um, you know, I drew it up. And it's something we we practice in the game situations all the time, and um, that one we actually hadn't practiced in a minute, but. Um, but the guys did exactly what I told them to do. And funny enough, you know, Eagles landing ran a little zone on us, but it still works against that. Um, but, you know, they, they ran it perfectly, even to the point where I drew it up on the for it to be run on the other side of the court. And then they moved the ball back to the other side. And the guys were able to just flip what I told them to do. And, <clears throat> you know, it talks about their basketball IQ and their focus. And so, but they did exactly what I wanted them to do. So we wanted the ball in Thomas's hands to try to get a clean look. And they strongly contested it and put them on the foul line. 
I mean, zone actually make that play work better. I guess I guess they didn't know that. Then with me, when you asked to switch, I would have called a timeout because I, I I thought I had an idea what you're gonna do when you told him to switch. I said, oh, I think I know what they're gonna do now. And yeah, the coaching to call yeah, the timeout. Yeah, it, you know they made that. It, you know if it's, if he's by himself or has one guy on him, I mean, probably can kind of contest that. But he ended up having three guys on him, and the chances of three guys trying to contest the ball and one of them not fouling is pretty slim. And so, um, yeah, we definitely got what we wanted out of that situation for sure. Are you surprised they didn't foul RJ right away when he got the ball? Um, you know, I, I am to a certain extent. You know, I mean, we coach if if you're up three with under seven seconds left, you foul and put it on the line. And so um, that that's my approach. But I, to be honest with you, I haven't looked at the film yet to see if he was even – if someone was close enough to foul him because, you know, RJ caught the ball and passed it right away. So I don't know. I can't remember if someone was close enough to you even found him. But, um, but you know, if, if it, the roles were reversed, I, I, I definitely would have. And that's no knock on their coaching staff. That's just how mm -hmm. we approach it is if you up three um, with that much time on the clock, you foul um, and, and put him on the foul line with two shots and just assume you're going to get the rebound and win by one. Exactly. Then it was big on that. would make it so big on that um, play is he had to shoot three shots to get three instead of one for three the right. same overtime <laughs> right right he, he's he's uh he's clutch um or at least you know he showed that last night for sure he uh <clears throat> you know thomas is obviously one of the best arguably the best shooters in the state this year and um but he ha hasn't been as consistent as what one might think from the free throw line and i've actually been on him in practice the last week or two um, giving him a hard time and we've kind of you know we pre pretty much we've stopped practice um throughout the different segments and i just put him on the foul line and if he hits him then um then we're good if he misses him then the team runs and so put i just pressure try to put him. pressure on him because the ball's going to be in his hands because he's 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 the guy that should be able to finish the game from the foul line and and so um you know we've been prepping that and and so he took care of business last night like i knew he would okay before we let you go what's some big games yet going on this week, Coach. So we got Collinsville on Tuesday, um, region rival. Um, you know, obviously they share the same zip code as us right down the street. Um, Joe Dix always got his squad playing fast and hungry, and um, that's who we played in the region championships the last two years. So I expect that it would be a dog fight like always. And then um, and then we're actually off for a while. We, we turn around, and the following week after MLK, we play PC Ridge, another region rival. Um, and and that, that after that game, we'll get through our first uh, round of region games, um, and then um, and then we'll go from there. We got a couple of big non-region matchups left. We got Dekula on the slate. We got Shallow, obviously very very good, and then we play over at Milton and then um, in their Longhorn Five Star Classic against um, North Mecklenburg, um, and they got some dudes, um, and then one of the top teams up there in North Carolina. So we got a uh, you know region foes and and, and three big non-region games. Um, to, to round out our season. Man, I, I, I think high school basketball more busier than the summer ball now in Atlanta. My God, <laughs> yeah. I can't. Man, I'm drowning. We all over the place. Yeah, we all over the place. All right, you want to talk about your social media and what people keep up with you and the basketball team before we let you go? Yeah, I mean, we're on uh, on Twitter, um, NG Hoops or NG underscore Hoops. That's us. And then you can follow us on Instagram at North Gwinnett hoops and and we keep everyone up to date on what's going on with our, our guys i appreciate it, coach it's a pleasure to have you on on the program yeah well i appreciate you all right thanks
All right, take care. Okay. Now, as you can see, Coach Noah's team. This interview is sponsored by SU. Oh, man. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> Hit the wrong button. But uh, as you can see, Coach knows his – he knows his team. and knows his players. A young coach, up-and-coming coach, and knows his X and those and knows his personnel and been mentored by other great coaches, as you can see, knowing his team. And, I mean, he's going to be a coach to be reckoned with. Coach Gardner and North Carolina going to be a coach to be reckoned with to years to come. And he relate to the players very well, as you can hear in the interview. That's one of the biggest things you can relate to a player. They've been more willing to respond to listen to you and be coached by you. And it could, it could get it sink in the head what you're trying to get to him. So he said a lot of things. And that was my first time interviewing him. And he won me over on a lot of things he said. It, just the, the intricacies of this team and how he coached. Is he, he's well prepared. And that's what's up. And now we got to, we're going to, we're gonna go into that Grayson game. And Grayson was a home team. Like I told Coach, they say the best for last. Man, both of those games was good, man. It's it hard to say which game was better than the other game, but both games was a good game, man. Does anybody want to see Dante Bass play the Georgetown commit? And then you got the Clemson commit, Tyrese Ellis. I mean, Elliot, I'm sorry, Tyrese Elliot. And that's a good game, too. Because I wanted to go. I had my, my son there, and he's ready to, he's kind of ready, getting ready, winding down, ready to go, too. So I was ready to go, but cause I can't miss this game. I got to watch this whole game. And show, Coach going to be joining the show, too. We got interview with him coming up right after this. But Grace ended up beating them. 54 to 46. They did a good job of containing Dante Bass and not let him get started. Getting a dunk in, getting himself, getting his feeling good about himself. Never got got started. They never let that man get started. They, they focused on him real good. The game plan was very excellent. What they did to him, he finished. Dante Bass finished with 18 points. He had finished with a double-double as well. I'm not sure exactly on the rebounds, but he finished a double-double. Grayson played big. Yeah, Tyrese Elliott finished with 17 points. He did good. We got Harris. He finished with 17 points and contributing with that team. Grayson plays real hard. And very structural, that team. So, that would not be an easy out. Out of all the teams in the state, they got some of the best size. So they're very long, and they're going to cause a lot of teams problems just with their size alone and how hard they play. There's not too many teams in the state big as big as they are. That length, so that's going to cause a real big problem. And I mean, just imagine they trap with that, that length a little bit here and there. Give some people some problems. They're going to be really out of control, man. We're going to go in and bring Coach Pearson in from Grayson. Talk about that big victory that he had. Bring him on the line.
This interview is sponsored by SUV TV Experience Sports Live Streams, original content, highlights, and more. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined, so y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer, so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't. Got Coach Pierce on the line from Grayson High School. Big win last night over Winston Forest. How you doing, Coach? Man, I'm doing all right. How are you today? Man, I can't complain, man, at all, man. That was a nice game. That's one of the best games of the night. We say the best for last, look like. That's right. That's right. Nah, we, um, um, you know, Winston Forest, they got a really good team, some really good players, man. It was a, it was a fun game to coach, for sure. Yeah, what was the key to that game? Because y'all seen y'all had a commanding lead throughout the whole game um we wanted to um we wanted like we did we did a good job at sometimes we did a bad job at times too but we wanted to limit um wanted to limit bass's paint touches you know once he gets in the paint man he's he's pretty dominant you know he had a couple he had a couple threes last night too but he's, he's just a real good player but like that was a game plan we wanted to limit his paint touches make him kick it out what were some of the things y'all did because i noticed Y'all bait him into taking three-point shots, a lot of them. And three-point shots, not his forte. Right. Um, you know, we, we just wanted – we just we, we, we wanted to sit on that. Like, he, he, he likes to drive left, so we wanted to kind of send him right, play off a little bit to kind of invite him to hit the jumper. Like, he hit some, but, you know, them, those aren't as damaging as what he usually does when he's able to get into the paint and finish with his left. You know, he had a, he had a dunk last night. I think he did a good job with that as well we, we saw some film he had like seven dunks in one game so we were just trying to squeeze the defense in with some help you know take some charges or whatnot make him kick it out they, but they did a good job man he, he was he was making the right reads and they were hitting threes um to go on their runs or whatever so you know they did a good job with it but i think i think we overall i, I was pleased with our effort on him well some um key players that you was happy with their defense on him on on the game plan um, I think I think um, Chauncey did a good job on him. Um, when we switched Mello on him, shout out to Mello Oglesby. He he played a real good game for us last night. He um he did a good job being physical with him, keeping a body on him. Um, and like I said, the help was there. Corey did a good job with his help side. I think he took two charges. Tyrese took a charge um, on him, and I'm, I want to say Caleb might have taken a charge on him as well, but. You know, we or drew a charge. So you, you know, read my mind because <laughs> yep. At the beginning of the game, I think that really helped y'all set the tone and take a little bit of aggressiveness off of him when he picked up that quick, that quick foul on that charge coming down to the paint, and it's like he his lack of aggressiveness on that um charge really helped out a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, he had he had to kind of dial it back some for the rest of the half or the or the, for the first half, and then um. I think we were able to take advantage of it. You know, we were able to build a lead and we weren't, you know, we did a good job holding on to it even when they made their runs. Yeah, it was a real good game, man. I, I really liked the game. I was watching it had me going back and forth on that game. <laughs> Cause I wasn't sure. I, I, I was talking to the one of the police officers. I said, that guy, I'm not gonna sure who's gonna win this game, but that guy right there, you see, like, yeah, he's gonna have about three dunks then. And I lost that oh, bet because yeah. he only had one is like in the fourth quarter. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, he got a steal and, and, and dunk the paint off the rim. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think we oh, called yeah. timeout. <laughs> we, it's safe yeah, to say nah, he has about um, a dunk a game. Yeah, he, um, you know, you saw when he tried tried to throw it off the glass to himself. <laughs> we did a good job boxing him out. But, you know, he's a really good player. Georgetown got a, Georgetown got a real good player coming yeah. in. Testament to that game plan, Coach. Um, I know it's always good to see when you get you dealing with kids and you implement a game plan. Oh, it's like plan. rolling dice. <laughs> yeah, it's like shooting dice with them teenagers. <laughs> but no, nah, they were locked in. And then um, the thing the thing you can appreciate as a coach, even like they got hot from three at one point, but they stuck to the game plan. You know, they didn't jump off the um, jump off the porch or whatever. Like we we stuck with the game plan. And we were able to pull out pull out a win against a good team. Yeah, I remember before the game, I said, you, you going to be ready, coach? He said, I'm ready. We're dealing with kids. Hopefully, they're going to be ready. And I guess they heard our conversation. One of them had to hear one back to the team because everybody got locked in. That's right. Yeah, like I said, it's, um, you know, I tell the kids, all the, the players all the time, man, like, like, like we coach, right? Like, but y'all, this y'all's team. Y'all run y'all's team. You know what I mean? So, being mm -hmm. locked in, being locked in mentally, you know, that's – you know, you can only do so much as a coach. Like, the players got to be mature enough, and you got to have some leaders to make sure everybody's dialed in and, and sticking with the plan. Most definitely. You got some big games coming up this week you want to like to talk about? Yeah, we're uh, we're scheduled to go to D.C. this weekend for two games at the um, the Kevin Durant St. James Classic. Looking forward to that. Um, then when we get back, you know, we're in region play. We got South Gwinnett. Um, they're um, we just played Parkview South Gwinnett. Uh, we've got two games with Newton. So, you know, I'm looking, we're looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, we'd love to get an update on that KD tournament when y'all come back. Get a, um, viewers and fans some, some updates on that. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, um, I'll hit you up or I'll even – I'll shoot you stats after each game or whatever. Oh, you the man. We really appreciate that. And you want to um, tell the viewers who don't know how they could keep up with the team and keep up with you, what y'all are doing? Um, GraysonHoops.com is our internet page. Um, Grayson Hoops on Twitter at Grayson Hoops. Um, uh, Grayson Hoops on Instagram. Like anything Grayson basketball related with the boys, you can find on those two social media platforms. Um, we do a good job getting out um, the stats and the information and everything like that. So Grayson Hoops. All right, appreciate you, Coach. Thanks for joining the podcast. No worries, man. You have a good day, man. All right, you too. All right. Another great interview. Big win with Coach. Setting that guy down. And he right, Georgetown do got a good one. They develop him right. That dude could be a lottery pick. They develop him right. And I've told Bass on another podcast, he kind of reminded me of a Patrick Jr. He plays kind of like him. They got the same kind of game. Play like him to me. You know, so... It's going to be very interesting. Be very interesting to see how he develop at Georgetown. When we come back, we're going to have Josh Reed on. We're going to break down the pace, soft net game. And we're going to talk about that Providence and Christian, Osborne, and Cumberland Christian and Etowah game. When we come back from break. This is Caleb Banks, and you are listening to License to Ball.
This is Trent Markwith with Relentless Hoops, and you're listening to License to Ball. This goes Washington head coach at Pelver Costco. You are listening to License to Ball. You're tuned into the hottest prep basketball podcast, License to Ball, where certified ballers play. Leave us a rating and review. Don't touch that dial, dial, dial. <laughs> Who am I kidding? This is the internet. Keep rocking with License to Ball. And now back with your host, Hip Hop. All right, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Up first, we got that Pace Academy game. Very young team, led by Josh Reed. Finished that game 56-43 to against South Cornette. South Cornette is a real strong physical team. And Pace is a young team, and... Pace held their own the whole game. They had one point in that game, I think in the middle of the second quarter, where they about to lose it. And that's the first time I really seen the steam come out of Coach White ears ever. I seen. And he let his team know, stay focused. And they pretty much had a command and lead of the game. Because White just keep winning, keep showing why he's a USA Olympic team coach, multiple state champion, college coach, all that. Great guy. I mean, got a lot of great coaches in Atlanta. I mean, a lot. I keep saying it, throwing it around. We got a lot of high-profile coaches, and he's one of them, one of the big-time coaches. I don't know if he'd be coaching long enough, but if he keep coaching long enough, he'd be one of my short lists of coaching my son if he's ever good enough to play. Y'all see him running around the gym. Trying to take part in the game. Pays in and beating them 46-53. Josh Reed led the team with 20 points and 10 rebounds. And contributing was Bryson Tiller, the freshman. Number one freshman in Georgia. Top 10, top 25 freshman in the country. 14 points, 9 rebounds. And Bryson Tiller's like a rap name to me, man. That's why I was telling Josh Reed. Sound like a rap name. But, you know, there's a lot of teams that are real solid teams in Georgia, and this is one of them. And they playing out of their classification, too. So they playing, they a private school team playing a team like Salt Net, and they're going to run through they, they region and stuff. They're going to run through it, man. It is going to be so battle-tested. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. We'll go in and bring in Josh Reed and in his interview. This interview is sponsored by SUV TV Experience Sports Live Streams, original content, highlights, and more. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't. I got Josh Reed joining the show. Cincinnati commit. Last night got 20 points and 10 rebounds over there in Grayson High School. How you doing, man? 
Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. I'm good. How are you? Doing all right, man. I've been wanting you on the show, man, for like, what, two months now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I feel like dreams come true, they say. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, it's no problem. I've been watching you play, man. I've been trying to catch up to speed on this Atlanta basketball because I took a couple of years off. It's getting back into things and letting everybody know I'm back and starting this podcast. So I, I love to have big time players on, man. So, you know, I got to go back in the time machine and get all the players I used to cover and get them on the podcast. That's going to be the hardest thing to do because Jalen Brown, he's going to be on my podcast. That's my boy. I know you're busy, but we're going to get him on this podcast. I know he's going to do it. Just got to contact him. And I've been lazy and I just got to DM him get him on the show people like that ryan harrell Derek favors gonna be in the show i used to cover Derek favors that's how far i go back demarcus cousins i don't know if i better get him he might be out of reach but i used to cover him hopefully he won't be too big for the show he'll come on the show eventually so we got to knock all this stuff out man you know you gotta do this but how you been man uh, i've been good just um uh, having a good season so far at Pace. Uh, took some losses early in the year, but I feel good about our chances. Winning the state championship again this year. You have a real tough schedule. Coach designed it that way. Me and Coach go way back to. I've been knowing Coach for a long time. I remember a game with Coach White. First time I ever seen his team play over at Miller Grove. They were playing Tucker, their rivals. And it's right around the same time I signed up for Twitter. So, and my boy's like, hey, is it big game out on the east side of town, Tucker versus Miller Grove? I just get my teeth cut doing this. You got to go to, man, that's one of the games where the gym to this day, I can't rem remember a gym being that electric. And one of the guys played Miller Grove played for the Jets for a while. He got drafted as a wide receiver, coach for Coach White, his name escapes me. Coach, you know who I'm talking about, but he he played for the Jets for about five or six years. He got drafted first or second round. He is in that game. I got a I got a video of him catching the alley hoop in that game. I mean, just going off. So he gave me so much footage. It, it just it was so it was so awesome, man. It really was on that, man. But you got that big win over Saltwood Net. Y'all beat him 56-43. Hiyo. How are y'all able to command that that game and keep control of that game pretty much for the whole game, man? Um, just following the game plan, playing as a team. I feel like uh, in the second half, like in the third quarter, uh, we did a good job playing defense on them, not letting them score or do what they wanted to do on offense. And then we just got what we wanted on offense and then that just took care of it. Yeah, I still haven't figured out who you remind me of, your game, like a comparison type. The only mm -hmm. person I could come up with, and there's no knock on you. He played a, in his prime. He played a, above the rim. You kind of remind me of him when he started playing for the Phoenix Suns. And you, gonna, you ain't going to – I don't think you're going to see this one coming at all. Charles Barkley. You remind me of Charles <laughs> Barkley. Thank you. And later in his career, his game developed – into how your game is now, how he played more on the perimeter and got the three-point shot down, and he was still able to post up, take it inside out. But you mind me of Charles Barkley. 
Only difference in Charles Barkley in your game. People are like, man, what are you talking about? You don't have that that attitude Charles had. That's not not a knock or good or bad on you, but he know he had that little edge where he liked to mix it up and like like he was at a bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. But just just the overall, just the game itself. I think you mind me of Charles Barkley, man. Really, and his later in his years when he played at Phoenix Suns. I don't know if you ever seen him Thank play you. at all. Mm-hmm. I've seen him play a couple times. Yeah, I got some. I have some VH tapes. I don't know if they still will work with all the dust on it because I watched them so much that they kind of fade in and out. But I'm pretty sure you can watch the stuff on YouTube on Charles Barkley. But I really like Charles Barkley, his game. I wish he would have won with the Bulls because he wanted to play with the Bulls, but he, they never made it happen. That would have been like 10 championships with Jordan and Pippen with him. But, you know, it's here or there. On that, let's, let's go more into that game plan, man. What was that game plan to, to beat that team? Um, just no, another, another personnel, know what they wanted to do on offense, um, and just play with energy because we knew they were going to come out playing hard with energy. Um, so we just got to match their energy from the jump and just uh, play together on offense and uh, trust the game plan. Okay. Y'all managed to keep they forward on the wraps on there. He caught he caught him alley hoop and I think in the second quarter. Y'all managed to keep him kinda under control a little bit on that. And that's good, y'all learning because y'all got a young team. Even you, you is led by you. You have a young team on there. So how has that been coming for you leading the team, being a senior? And leading this young team. Uh- um, at first, it was a big adjustment because I didn't ever really had to do that before. But um, I feel like I've gotten better and just become more of a leader and been able to help my teammates on and off the court and just uh, be able to talk to them and um, give them some advice. When is a big adjustment for you? What's the biggest thing you had to do? Uh, in terms of being a leader? Yes. Uh, just communicate more and, and having to talk more in the court to them because for the past few years I never really had to do that because people the seniors and juniors above me really just did that so now it's my turn just to be that voice that everyone hears on the court gotcha before the season did coach white sit you down and explain out explain that to you spell it out to you that that's what you're gonna be doing this year as a senior yeah, he did a little bit. We had a talk um, with him, and then some of my other coaches pulled me aside uh, after practice one day and uh, told me I need to um, work on being a leader. That's what's up. And it's probably helped you develop your game and grow grow your game over the season, too, because you leading, you got to lead by example and vocally. Oh, man, that's, that's real good. And I got a question about your Cincinnati, because you're Cincinnati bound. You're gonna be going there and play. Why Cincinnati? Um, I just felt like it was the best spot for me. Uh, when I took my visit up there, I felt like I was at home, and um, I really liked all the facilities and the school itself, and especially the coaches. Uh, I feel like I had the best relationship with them out of all of my other offers. So, um, and I also see myself fitting in well there with the team. Now, how coach plays, he knew up there, and how he play. Tough nose. I think you fit in too because they play real hard and they 
they play with a their team play with a little bit of edge and play a little grimy. You know, they like to mix it up and like to lead with defense first. I can see that type of player. Did Coach Dollar have anything with your recruiting and he was a lead recruiter with you? Uh, yes, sir, he was. Oh, okay. You got to tell Coach Dollar I said what's up. <laughs> I will. Yeah, I, actually, it's kind of funny that we're talking right now because I was looking through my phone, calling some coaches up, and Coach Dollar never popped up in my phone. I was right, Coach. And I'm like, yeah. Trying to get Josh on the show today. What's the odds on that? Looking up in them, and I see Coach Dollar, and I'm, I'm trying to get Josh on the show today. That's what's up, man. <laughs> That's good. And any other selling point, y'all moving to the Big 12 help out at all, or you was already sold before then? Um, I was already sold before then. That's just an extra cherry on top. That's what's up. That's even more primetime games, man. It really is more primetime games. That's what's up really is before we get off this off this line you want to tell the viewers who don't know how they can follow you on social media and you want to say anything to the Cincinnati fans listening to the Bearcats uh, my Instagram is josh.read22 and my uh, my Twitter is josh underscore read 12 and to all the Cincinnati fans out there I'm uh, looking real forward to coming and joining the team and just doing whatever I can to help the team win every night. All right, appreciate you, man. Yep, thanks for having me. All right, no problem. It'd be help if I unmute my mic. Talking to y'all, my mic muted. That's a great kid. Cincinnati got them a good one. Got them a good one right there. He's going to contribute well and fit right in that program. Fit right on in with him. That's going to be big time for them. So, that's going to be big. Next on deck, we got Cumberland Christian and Etowah. Etowah beat Crumlin Christian 71 to 68. They had Hamilton with 21 points. I think he was an X factor in the game. Brandon had 21 points. He's dropping those dimes too, as well. So, you know, they had a real good bank game plan, keep him out of the paint. Coach over there came from Pope High School under Pat Abney Tree. That's one of the biggest things to keep guys out of the paint. And they had all five guys had one foot in the paint. So every time they drove, they they challenging with by five guys, basically. Really um had Hamilton on Cumberland Christian really on the rest with his twenty five points. They did a good job of the game. They wouldn't let him get in that paint and let him get get started at all. Wouldn't let him get started at all. So, man, man, man. That game plan was real, real superb. Because Hamilton, he could give you 40. Yeah, you know, he could give you 40, really. He could give you, he could give you 40 if you need. 
on any given night. He scored 25 with all with the defense, and he's focusing on him like that. He's able to score that many points with him doing that. It's amazing. I'm good. They out of Powder Springs, Georgia, Crumpton Christian. I'm going to watch him play some more this year. I finally got to look at Ottawa. They got a nice little team right there. They, it's like an extension of Pope High School team. They play like Pope. And you can see why. Coach coming from Pope. Very disciplined team. You say they like San Antonio Spurs. I don't call that boring basketball. Good basketball is good basketball regardless. Some people don't like that because they're not above the rim and all that. They just play to win. That's what I like. And I don't know they got the last game we're going to cover. We're going to be Providence Christian Osborne. Osborne defeated them 77 to 59. And they're led by a Christian crowd with 18 points. Osborne got a great record. I have not seen them play yet this year. I didn't watch that game. Didn't get to catch that game at all. Osborne keep winning. They keep winning convincingly. They're a team they're going to be reckoned with. They got two-headed monster really over there. But led by Christian. Christian Crowder. So, I mean, we're going to go check them out and see what we're missing on that. I hear good things about them. Their record shows that. I want to thank everybody for listening and joining this show and subscribing and liking it and sharing you can find us all on any platform. And we do this show twice a week. So it's going to keep going on. and going to keep going on. So Jim Ryan inside of is back. And if you just started listening to the show, we licensed the ball podcast is an extension of license ball show that was on YouTube, kind of like sports center. It's the podcast version of it. I'm going to do more podcasts than anything less videos and more podcasting let people know listen to us and know we're back or not familiar with Jim Rat Insider but that's what we're going to be doing thanks to everybody listening till next time peace